0: This is Gareth McDonnell reporting from CPHI 2009 in Madrid for In Pharma Technologist. Earlier this month, SAFC Pharma completed a $12 million expansion of its contract manufacturing facility in Carlsbad, California. I'm joined by SAFC Pharma Business Development and Marketing Director Dave Baker to talk about the expansion and what it'll do for the firm's customers. Dave, before we get into the specifics of the expansion, what were the key motivations for adding viral and biologics manufacturing capacity at the facility?
1: The expansion was to move us into the ability to have commercial manufacturing so that we could take our clients from preclinical, phase one, phase two, and all the way through to commercial manufacturing. The other uh, motivation for the expansion was for scale. Uh, Many of the gene therapeutic and viral vaccine projects that we had been involved with were smaller scale, and we wanted to be able to move into an area where we could use both disposables and uh, uh, fixed uh, equipment uh, at a larger scale for our clients. So the the scale expansion, are you able to go through some of the specific technologies you've added? Sure. So... uh, the uh, the primary driver that you're seeing uh, in a lot of biologics uh, manufacturing facilities is the utilization of disposable technology. Uh, virus manufacturing uh, utilizes disposable manufacturing for a, for a number of reasons. Uh, probably the the biggest is that a viral product is uh, infectious in nature. So we want to make sure that that when we're working with one client and we change over and work with the next client that there is no cross contamination in addition cleaning validation is very difficult for any product but it has an added level of, of complexity with a viral product So we started using using disposable manufacturing uh, in our clinical space uh, years and years ago. Uh, From the the very uh, outset that this type of technology became available, we were looking at different uh, schemes and uh, technologies. We're at the point now where we're using disposable technology for uh, buffer preparation, for... Uh, bioreactors and we're looking at uh, continuing all the way through the process so in the uh, end we hope to be able to have a process that is aseptic uh, from beginning to end and is is fully disposable Uh, and certain of our clients are very excited about that uh, potential Uh, some of our other clients are used to uh, to more traditional manufacturing and we have those capabilities as well
0: so these are obviously sort of high-tech capabilities. How competitive is the market for this sort of offering at the moment?
1: At the moment, uh, there are uh, uh, not many uh, contract manufacturers that provide viral manufacturing. And the primary reason for that is that, that uh, uh, another biologic product, uh, they work hard at getting the virus out of the product. We are the vi- making a product where the virus is the product for either a gene therapeutic or for a vaccine. So most uh, companies make a decision whether or not to get into this business. And uh, most of the contract manufacturers have made a decision to get into protein manufacturing, monoclonal uh, antibody uh, manufacturing uh, and the like, and have decided that the barriers are, are a little too high and the risks are a little too high for virus manufacturing. So uh, the competitors that we have are primarily companies that have made a decision that this is a technology that they want to focus on for themselves and for their clients.
0: So obviously you're expanding your own capacity. You expect the market to grow. What do you think are going to be the key drivers going forward?
1: Well, uh, one is uh, the success of a gene therapeutic. Uh, This is a uh, technology that is very, very young. Uh, Less than 20 years uh, that we've had gene therapies in the marketplace, and we've uh, had a number of different compounds that have made their way up to phase three and then have not made it for a variety of reasons. What we're seeing these days is that the clinical trials and the, and, and the uh, therapies that they're being uh, used for have been much better designed, and the, uh, the technology and the application have, have uh, resulted in some very, very promising phase two and early phase three trials. So, Uh, We believe strongly that uh, we're going to have a gene therapeutic product in the Western uh, world that's going to be commercialized in the next uh, three to five years. When that occurs, uh, then investment will follow. Uh, And I think that we're very well positioned at that point when that occurs. That's for gene therapy. The viral vaccine business is is growing very steadily right now, and, and it's not... Just because of of H1N1 and some of the pandemic flu uh, applications, but we're seeing promising areas uh, such as uh, HIV vaccines. Uh, there was uh, a feeling that uh, that there wasn't the capability to have an HIV vaccine that worked. Uh, a uh, Merck trial failed uh, at late stage uh, phase two about three years ago, but now we're starting to see data come in that that is actually quite promising. So the applications of these vaccines and using a viral product in these vaccines is actually quite promising as well.
0: So clearly an interesting time to be building in this area. David, thank you very much for talking me through that today. I really appreciate that. For In Pharma Technologists, this is Gareth McDonald at CPHI 2009 in Madrid.